What's up, guys? We are Saudi Soul from Nairobi, Kenya, and you're watching How Far with Sheila O. Yo, what's the deal? It's Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. The homeboy T Pain right here. Hey, yo, this is Sean Party Girls and Move Around telling y'all make sure you tune into How Far. Oh, girl, we're our host, Sheila O, baby. We love you. Can't wait to see you. Sheila O, that's where White Cleveland feels home. Lord knows. It's the Afrozone Show with your girl Sheila O and this is How Far. How Far now, what's up, how you are doing, hope you are keeping safe and of course like I like to say social distancing and living your best life. My guests today are a dynamic group of four, a vocalist BNIM Baraza, Willis Chiamano, Savra Mudigi, and the guitarist Polycap Otieno, together called Salty Soul. As far as I'm concerned, they run Kenya, all right, East Africa's number one. Salty Soul released their debut album 1st of November 2008, yeah, that's right, to critical acclaim, massive, massive recognition. The second studio album, Soul Fisofuya, they're going to have to punish me for this. I know they're going to be like, what are you saying? Salsifosia was released 25th of February, 2011, and in the group, a number of accolades and nominations in the process. June 2012, the band released a self-titled extended play in collaboration with South Africa's rapper and record producer, Spoke Matambo. The third studio album, Live and Die in Africa, was released on the 21st of November 2015 as a free download. I mean free. That was a Christmas present to all the Salty Soul fans. They gave it out for free. All right. The band had several successful tours in Africa, Europe, Kenya. They topped the charts. They have a lot of international collaborations, doing great things in Europe and USA. I mean, their Spotify numbers are doing good. How far, Salty Soul? I know I just got two of you. So who and who do I have here? Um, you have Willis Chimano and you have Bienime Baraza. Okay, that's what I'm gonna take two. I know there's four of you. I'm gonna take two. So guys, in 2020, in 2011 right you had this massive performance in kenya with south africa's group ladies being black mambaza who initiated that legendary move how did that happen um wow that i mean that that was a that was an annual jazz festival that usually happens here um or that that happened here then by, by the biggest uh, telecom company telecommunication company in, in kenya so they happened to bring lady smith black mambazo and um yeah, for the day, and they needed a Kenyan act to pair with, and we were the first choice. So that's how it it, it, it happened. <laughs> okay, organic move, right? It was an organic thing. That's what's up. Okay, you have till date received both local and international accolades and nominations, including uh, the Kissima Music Awards, Channel O, that's South Africa's Music Awards, the MTV Europe Music Awards, the BET Awards, and of course, now in 2021, the Hedys Awards in Nigeria has also recently just nominated you. What do all this recognition mean to you guys as a group? Uh, I mean, we always... And um, we are now going across the world and going to the accolades. They don't really define us, though. We are pretty much in our roots. We are in our roots. We are in our roots. We are in our roots. 
Nicely put, Diana. Nicely put. The Midnight Train album. Uh, talk to me about the inspiration behind the song that went into this amazing body of work. You guys did a great job with that. Kudos to you on that. And uh, is it different from the previous album, African uh, Source? Oh, definitely. Yes, of course. There's an age, you know, gap. And uh, in accordance to how old we were when we were doing both projects, I think the older <laughs> we get, we're getting better. We are getting more confidence in expressing ourselves, and we are writing more, you know, deeply about things that are happening to us or to people around us. And the Midnight Train is a very mature expression of South Soul that is also cutting across all ages, all, you know, all societal barriers, and represents Africa in a good way. So I would ask everyone to please go and stream it all. <laughs> <laughs> quickly <laughs> quickly quickly stream it do you want to say something willie to it do you want to say anything else and add more to it Train is just that it's a it's a testament of our you know of our grinding and that's what midnight train is you know midnight train is either the first train in the morning or you know the last train that leaves and you know it's 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 a train when you we used to call that train the lunatic express here that slow <laughs> train that was built by um the colonialists um uh, you mm-hmm. know before they left um and it's ever it's moving slowly but surely it gets to its destination hence midnight train and it's an ever move the destination is ever moving you know you you break one barrier you you know you aim for the next and the next and the next but then and that's what it means just steady rocking keep it in there and keep staying strong and keep reinventing yourself I like that. I like that. How how did you guys meet the legendary Indie Irie, man? She's dope. And uh you also made this this track with her, My Everything. Uh that's the song um the song Come to Life, right? You know, so how did you guys meet her? She's dope. Uh, <laughs> it's fire. We were walking in the airport in Atlanta. We were going to play at the Essence Festival in New Orleans. And okay. as we walked in the airport, it was Thanksgiving weekend, and, and she happened to be going home to visit her mom. And we saw her walking in the airport, and we just like walked up to her and went like, "Yo, we love you. We're from Kenya," and bombarded her with so much love. And we ended up working together on a track. So it was. We've we've also been India fans for like the longest time. She's been our idol, and she's actually shaped how we write, how we ex- like the, express ourselves in our music, the cadences, mm-hmm. and so this collaboration is, I think, one of the most divine moments in the album because mm-hmm. working with India V has been a life goal. It's priceless. I mean, I'll do anything to meet her because she's fire. She's really, really fire. As signees, <laughs> she is fire. As signees of Universal Music Group, how long did that negotiation last? Tell us, because people just so so to so sign to Universal Records, they just think it's like that. So, what was the process like for you? What was the waiting game? How did that happen? Oh wow, the, it 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 really it took it took a lot of time. It took it took its time really, um, because I guess um, we. Uh, of all the years, you know, we've we've worked together and just hustled together. We needed to find a deal memo that you know that was um, suitable for us and for our current uh, circumstances and situation. So that's why it took long to be able to get a you know a contract that works for us and as well works for Universal. Yeah. So it literally it it took almost three years from the first time they approached yeah. us. Um, I think even at some at some point we were just not sure it was going to happen anymore. 
Um, but then when you when you just think when you're on the brink of thinking it's over, that's when things actually happen. So it did take a long time, but um, we're glad it took a long time because we were able to get something that works amazingly for both of us, for both parties. AfroZones presents the U.S. Weekly AfroBeats Top 10 Charts. In partnership with Mixcloud, AfroZones, a curator of Afrosound and culture in the U.S., will feature the first ever U.S. AfroBeats Charts. This chart is based on algorithms and data from BDSN Nelson tracking of U.S. radio spins and digital streams from all digital sources in the U.S., Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, etc. Chart to be tracked weekly from Friday to Thursday for sales. Streaming and radio airplay in order to conform to global release date, which now falls on Fridays in all major market territories. Chart to be released every Monday. It's Afrobeats to the world. You have also released some of the music, uh, some of the music videos from the Midnight Train album, Susanna, Brighter Days, featuring South Africa's Soweto Gospel Choir. How was the, re- how has been the reception with your fans? Because you guys tend to do a lot of collaborations with South Africa, don't you? I mean, Ladies Meet Black Mambaza, now the choir. How's your fans been responding to it? I often say like so many times that uh, mm-hmm. Africa itself needs to borrow from the music industry and from the art from from the art in general, because oh, in the right. music industry we collaborate more than any trade done in the continent. Like the, I, I don't think we're eating jollof rice in Kenya as much as we should, and <laughs> just collaboration, collaboration itself opens markets for all artists to to work, creates jobs yeah. for multiple youth across the continent. It just b- makes Africa stronger. So, first of all, the rest of the world and other industries have to learn from us in that regard. Yeah. But also, I really want to thank the fans because they have really made these songs their uh, like quarantine and lockdown mantras. Yeah. And a lot of people have said to us that the music has taken them through difficult times in lockdown. And it's been a listening season as well because, you know, life, the pace of life has gone significantly slower. Yes. So... We are really happy with the reception, and uh, we are asking anybody who's never streamed Midnight Train, like give it a minute, open up your heart, and open up your ears. No, I definitely agree because you know we've had uh, Jerusalem from Master KG, we've had Nobody from Neptune's, and of course we have your track as well. You guys were the COVID songs, like you were the ones that made life look <laughs> better. Like okay, we're stuck at home, but at least we got you guys. So let's talk about COVID now in Kenya. I mean, how is has COVID been affecting the music industry? You know, the concerts, the tourism, everything. How's it affecting you guys, so to so? Yeah, man. Uh, oh, you oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll just start. <laughs> man, when when, uh, when when COVID hit, it was, you know, it was uncharted waters. It was wow, pandemic. I mean, grow, I mean, when when you read history books, you only hear of the bubonic plague and the Spanish flu and things like that. You don't understand the the severity of the situation. And we happen to be that generation that is experiencing that kind of um, pandemic. Yeah. I mean, so 
Well, that happened, and and the music industry and artists suffered because it was a blow in terms of shows, gigs, and artists make a lot of money, and 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 as well, a lot of their living from you know from from being seen, from playing, and 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 uh, maybe I'll say to to some extent, you know, when it comes to endorsements, blah blah blah. Um, well, then everything happened and all was dropped. So we had to reinvent ourselves and had to work with the times, which is why now you see, you do see a lot of um, visual shows. But then as it started now within that context, you also have to reinvent yourselves. So visually, visually, how do you make it? How do you make your work um, aesthetically pleasing, you know, visually? So, I mean, it's, it's, it, and also it, it was just a moment to kind of almost take a breather <laughs> to an extent. With family, with family. To, to recalibrate and to also just, you know, just to see where, know where you're going wrong you know what to to look um, have a bit of introspection on your work and your music and how you know how you write your music and just doing a bit of screen cleaning so that has happened and also it's it's um it's a time for preparation you know um in times of peace where well, i'm not gonna call it peace i mean it was it felt like a war on us but then in, term, in times of peace, when things in times of peace I'll, I'll say metaphorically speaking in times of peace when we are not playing um you know in front of an audience you prepare for war so once things open up um i would hope that you know as creatives we have prepared enough such that when we're in when we are able to see each other flesh to flesh <laughs> it'll be it'll be worth it it'll be amazing the first the first concert in kenya will be fire it will be amazing i know something happened so i know something happened in our, our neighboring country we're one africa so i just want to know what your take is on that it happened in uganda i know it didn't happen in kenya but kenya uganda tanzania our neighboring countries right in east africa so omale and thames uh were in uganda and they had a concert out there and uh while they were out there they got arrested because for not following the COVID protocol, do you think it was right? Just your opinion as artists, do you think it was right for the pressure to be put on the artist or should it have been put on the promoter? If, if, if roles were reversed and you were there, what do you think, you know, you would have liked to see happen if it were you? I'm going to put, um, I'm going to put it on the, I think maybe the Ugandan government. I would never, I wouldn't put it on the artist or the promoter, you know? Because everybody is trying to make a living, man. It's, these are hard COVID times. Yeah. And I don't think the government needs to impound on art, art, artists who are just like, oh, and promoters who are trying to create an ecosystem to employ youth. When at the same time, there's a campaign going on. They get the go ahead. Yeah, there's a campaign going on and, and there's elections. You know? So there's other things that are happening that are endangering the lives of people either way. And that's not only in Uganda, that's in Kenya too. Like in Kenya, they're impounding on, you know, shows, they're impounding on all these different things that have been our lifeline for a long time. However, um, I think we just all need to be careful now, you know, because also Africa has been very lucky in regards to COVID and how we've mm -hmm. dealt with it. I'm very proud of us and what we have achieved so far. So let's not lose sight of that as well, because... You know, COVID is real, man. Guys are out here dying. So let's also be very responsible as artists and promoters to make sure that we create events that are futuristically, you know. Because, you know, like this is business unusual. So if you're doing an event, make sure guys are social distancing. Make sure everybody's given a mask upon entry. Make sure there's spots to sanitize around the place. Like just create an environment that will allow us to also enjoy music during COVID. 
No, I really appreciate you saying that. And the point you made in Africa as well is valid. Like a friend of mine said to me once that it's a good thing the numbers of COVID are low in Africa because we already have Ebola. We have enough problems. And maybe God said, let's just leave Africa. <laughs> let's just leave Africa a little. But COVID is real and COVID is there. And we should keep social distancing. In America, our show AfroZones is the one and only the first Afrobeat show to be nationally syndicated in the U.S., in the United States of America that's our show AfroZones thank you and of course we rep you guys hard what do you think should be done more for more US stations I'm talking about the competition the iHearts the people like that what do you think should be done more for them to actually have our music on their playlist um, that is very political for me uh, because you know uh, it's beautiful to see that the world is now paying attention to Africa but Africa has been doing this and we've been going on you know with or without the world It'll be a shame if America brags to be very diverse and they don't also expose as much good information about Africa to their people as they should. So I'm looking forward to hearing. But also, it's it's happening already. You know, like there's of course more. There's always more to do. But where we are right now, I think we're in a very good place. We're in control. Um, I just want to tell other young Africans in the diaspora, like, you know what? Join the movement. Join the cause and be the african dream you know there's no more american dream you're the african dream wherever you are yeah. wherever you're get it man it's our time and it's always been our time but to them it's our time so let's take advantage of that What's up, everybody? Or should I say, how far? Yo, Sheila O, Afro Zones to the world. I salute you. I go by the name of Cass. Also, Cass over 500. I'm a radio personality and producer out of Power 92 Chicago. And basically, what I've been noticing is you do a really good job of bridging the gap between hip hop and the Afrobeats world. So my question is, who are some of the first big name artists that you were able to take from America over to the motherland and what exactly was that experience like? Great question, Kaz. Kaz, how far now? How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Okay. Major artists that I have been able to uh, work with, you know, by taking them out there to the motherland, to Africa. Uh, God, there have been a lot of them. All A-list artists and I give God the glory. My very first one was Shaggy. Okay, and uh, I didn't even know what a technical writer was then. I just knew I wanted to do this job, so I was learning on the job. So thank you so much to Shaggy and his team for using that. That was a learning experience for me, okay? That was a teachable moment for me. And um, after that show, whew, the sky was the limit. I done Buster Rhymes, I done Nas, I done Ludacris, uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Sierra, Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, Mace, um, Naughty by Nature, uh, New Edition, RBRM, Boys to Men, God, Sean Paul, the list is endless. I don't know who I'm leaving out, Dion Warwick, Anita Baker, you know, living legends as well, done it all done it all and uh, looking forward to doing more my experience has been great it's just a priceless thing to be the first to take some of these names I mentioned to the motherland you see how emotional they get you see how they kiss the floor when they get on the ground you see how receptive they are to the people you know I'll be honest with you at, at, at some point some of them weren't you know but I think the world is opened up now that people are more conscious about Africa and uh, more knowledgeable knowing that okay it's wise to know where you're from 
and then when you find yourself there it's like wow my ancestors are from here so you show love and you're excited so yes it's just been great and i love it and i'm still doing it thanks for asking kaz <laughs> artist A&R and of course events management publicist so I have a question to a beautiful lady Sheila oh the rebirth of Ama piano music uh, we've seen Ama piano music taking over the industry from Afrobeats to even bongo flavor music the getting into the tempo and rhythm of my piano music. It's something we never thought it would cross borders, but it has turned out to be great. So what's your take on that, Sheila? Thank you. How far the beautiful Joy, all the way from Kenya. How you doing? Um, how far? Hope you're doing well. All right, let me start with the correct greeting. Uh, thank you so much for that question. And yes, my piano music is doing great things and taking over, okay? It's funny though. It's funny though but that's a really good question in the sense that we categorize everything that comes out of africa as afrobeats guilty as charged as well all right but um even though there's afrobeats there's there's uh there's a high life there's a man piano there's there's afropop there's 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 the one in zambia as well which is more jazzy and punk like you know there's different type of sounds that comes out of the motherland you know that's how music started as far as i'm concerned it originated from the motherland and and um, there is space for growth for every single one of this genre of music. And I feel like right now we just have been able to get that coin, Afrobeats, because before it used to be, oh, African music, or it used to be world music. And then now we're able to now coin Afrobeats as a genre that's doing very well. And I believe that that will lead to us being able to coin um, Amampia music as well, Amampiano music as well, and any other type of sound that comes out of Africa, we will be able to, you know, ha have its own movement and have its own name. The, beauty the beautiful thing about it is like, even though is really more from South Africa if it's fair for me to say I'm not saying it originated there I'm just saying South Africans are very uh, they're very that's a sound that really comes out of that part of Africa you know um, you see other African countries now doing it as well it's out there in Nigeria it's out there in East Africa because the beautiful thing about Africa is that when a sound comes out we all embrace it so yes it's here to stay as well it's Africa to the world <laughs> I really appreciate it, guys. One last question before I let you go. I'm just coming to Nairobi, Kenya for the very first time. I'm all about my swag. I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> oh, hypothetically speaking, right? I'm coming for the first time. So, <laughs> now I'm coming. Oh, I'm coming. Definitely, I'm coming. But I want to be cool. So, tell me at least a few slangs that I need to know and add to my vocabulary to be cool in Kenya. Slangmaster. Oh, Slangmaster Flex. <laughs> Slangmaster Flex is here. Up in this. Okay, uh, what do you want to say? Like, do you want to say hi? Yes, I want to say hi. I want to I wanna be cool. I just want to be like, I want to be able to have a conversation and then throw in a slang so people know that, okay, I'm down with the program. So what, what are the slangs in Kenya? Okay, you can say Niaje. Niaje. Yeah, Niaje is what's up. And the answer to Niaje is poor. Niaje, poor. 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 
Okay. What else do you want to say? I love you. <laughs> okay, I love you. Yeah, how you say that? Somebody special. So like you might have to say I love you at some point. <laughs> okay, tell me. What is it? Tell me. What is I love you in 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 Kenya, in Nairobi? What's it? Kupenda sana. Nakupenda sana. Yeah? That's what's up. Okay. Languages. <laughs> All right, one last one. I'm trying to pick up uh, I'm trying to pick up a guy. How do I what, what what do I say to him? Just like whistle. Oh, you're trying or oh, you're trying to pick up <laughs> I kid. No, 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 no. I kid, I kid, I kid. Let me pick up a guy. Okay, the guys are really loose, so you don't have to <laughs> Okay, how you how you gonna pick up a girl? How you gonna pick up a girl? Okay, let me let me let me let me tell me that last one. Nah, no, what's up? In Kenya, be, tell me the slang. I think you're putting my game on blast, and I and I I, I haven't tried to pick up a girl in a very long time. I'm married. <laughs> it's okay, I'm married too, but I just want to know for the audience. Go on. Ah, ne ne ne, jam super. Unaitoa unaka poa sana. There's a person number Yes, 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 to all of the above. Yes, 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 yes. Guys, thank you so much. <laughs> so, 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 thank you. Uh, thank you. It, it sounds romantic. Thank you so much, so, 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 for stopping by on the AfroZone show. Much respect to you. Good luck to you on the head. Kisses back to you as well. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it, okay? Thank you, guys. Midnight train. Midnight train. It's on all available platforms as Apple, Jesus, Spotify, everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, I can't believe it's that time already, but we need to say a big shout out to the one and only Salty Soul. Kenya's number one as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I said it. Salty Soul from Nairobi, Kenya. Thanks for stopping by on the How Far Show with your host, Sheila O. Until next week, guys, it's the Afrozone Show. It's How Far. I'm going to see you all. Stay blessed.